So yes, you're tuned in to the Amplify Exhibition special Sonic Street Technologies broadcast on the Pirate Radio podcasts. And um, my name is Moses Eaton. I'm a researcher with the Sonic Street Technology Research Project. I'm also a DJ producer. And uh, today this podcast is is part of a of a number of talks based on 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 uh, activism and sound systems and pirate parties and renegade action in 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 the party space and on on that topic we have someone with with a vast experience in this in these areas i've <laughs> um, got uh, john jacobs here with me and we'll let, is we'll that vast or a vast a vast, a vast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes so you can see he's got his um he's got his uh, pirate persona cornered hat on yeah that's right and the patch i'll lift it up and give you a wink actually yeah. <laughs> so i think i have seen you wearing a yeah, pirate, right. pirate costume yeah, in, a, yeah. in a um like a reclaim the streets that's it yeah um as um context so yeah if you could just introduce yourself uh hello uh well, yeah. my name's john jacobs yeah my name's john jacobs um i am uh, a sort of hobby musician and engineer sound engineer by trade um and i like bringing music into a protest situation that's sort of what got me started on all this and um yeah and doing sort of protest music or punk music you know and but making people happy at the same time because i'm sort of a happy person and so i think music can bring good things and thoughtful things into the protest space and Mm. that's what i like doing yeah so music is something that was a a deliberate conscious choice from the beginning as what does music mean to you whoa uh it's a big question it is big um I've always liked sound, I think, more than music. Uh, And I have no music education. I've sort of tried but failed. Um, I don't think I have the right temperament or patience or whatever it requires. Um, But uh, I like making things and so the engineer thing. And so, uh, and I know I can feel the power and the emotion of music. And so that's what I've always liked about music. Um, It touches me. And I like how it touches other people and it reaches past the sort of conscious, thoughtful mind and goes into the other parts of our body, which is a nice thing. Um, It allows me to do that. I don't switch my mind off very easily, but when I'm listening or making sounds, that's when my mind switches off and makes me happy and relaxed and that's when I get in my flow and um, yeah so that's what music means to me and I know that you you know you've obviously performed playing music yeah or, or a collection of sounds or however you want yeah, to define no, it noise can, can, can you can you tell us about some of the first your first times um, you know playing music and sounds what was it and what were you using to do that well my first playing of sounds Uh, my sort of er sound story that I go back to is being in the bush by myself and I would just make sounds with my mouth. I like the sound effects in cartoons that I'd watch when I I was a kid. I sort of realised, 
oh, there's all this stuff that's not the words and it's not the music, but it's the sounds. So the sort of, um, you know, Tom and Jerry boink and all those kind of stupid, funny little noises. And I would do those noises with my mouth. And so I was a bit of a reclusive kid. And so I'd be in, I'd be walking around the bush doing sound effects. And um, I just got into my mind, I want to be the sound effects guy. I just sort of realized that that was my calling or something. I don't know. Anyway, maybe I made up that story afterwards, as you do. But um, so... Yeah, that and I, I was in the school band and I tried to be in a rock band when I was a kid, but I could I just couldn't do any of that stuff. And I realised, oh, with sound, you don't have there's you you don't make any mistakes with sound. Sound, once you're doing sounds or sound effects, and so I kind of got into noise music and, um, but I wanted to be social commentary. I wanted to be, and so punk music. That's where I settled down. And um, you could play punk guitar without knowing anything about music. And that's what we did. We did punk music on the streets. We'd do protest sort of demonstrations. And so then we were trying to make battery-powered amplifiers and stuff. And then um, we'd take battery-powered amps to protests and to make music there because I'd see people chanting and it was all a bit angry and unhappy and sore throaty and stuff and it's like hang on just let's make some music and you just play music and you listen to it and it's good and it's no effort and um and so yeah we had uh and then so I was had the sound system a little car sound system on a moving trolley and the trolley was good because it had the battery heavy down the bottom, a car battery, and then the speakers up the top so you could get a bit more projection through the crowd. And then, and the, but a moving trolley, this was a steel moving trolley. It was pretty heavy. And so I was wanting to upgrade that. And then I saw a plastic garbage bin, a wheelie bin, and I thought, oh, that's perfect infrastructure. You can... It's got wheels, it's got handles, it tilts, it's ready to go. You can pick it up off the street. They're just there, ready for you to take one and use it. And it's plastic, so you can cut it with like a, a knife. You don't even need a saw. And so that's how the wheelie bin sound system started up. And um, yeah, and then my mate Pete, Pete Strong, was like, oh, cool, that's good, John. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do more of those. And so he just really took the idea and ran with it and he's taken it up into the stratosphere with like solar power and he's got the full mega bins, <laughs> the full industrial garbage bin size and he's got the little tiny ones as well. Pete Strong, the incredible creative mind that he is, he, an idea, you feed one idea into Pete and then suddenly there's 40,000 ideas coming out of him. Without and he's he's going what what are you talking about you know he's nothing he's not trying at all, so yeah. When I met Pete, it was uh, yeah he's he's my he's my bro you know. It's interesting yeah well you mentioned Pete and 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 to go back to like making this is you know obviously this is about amplifying and 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 um the sound but you also you, you two together also or I think you you he inspired you earlier on um to join. 
a band or or a, or a, a crew that you were part of yeah playing samples and stuff can you take us back to what that was and, and yeah and what you well were doing we were there? yeah sure sure so we were doing we were doing punk music and stuff and we're in the anarchist scene and all that kind of business and um they'd have gigs and benefits and workshops and you know we'd be teaching people how to do pa sound and how to make your own tofu and all that sort of stuff but um pete and pete was a dj and he had a band and he his was music was political and um yeah we were my band we were just like a rock band at a protest we were at um uh anti-nuclear protest or something and pete came up to us and he was like oh you guys are great you you be be in my band i've got this thing and he was a dj so he was doing stuff we were much more let's do it the old school way and you know that's complicated whereas pete like he's freeform he's dj he knew about like emceeing and just play a track and get a mic and talk over it and suddenly you've got this whole world instant you know and so yeah so when i suppose yeah so we came together and um yeah my sort of concrete construction engineering ideas and his free-forming um you know word salad and brain salad yeah it's a good combo. so, so the project you were talking about was, was that mahatma propaganda yeah, yeah. mahatma propagandi yeah. Yeah, propaganda, yeah. yeah so um and yeah there was a number of bands but that's sort of what we did yeah and we I, we had a sampler and we'd do cover versions and breakdowns and you know it was public enemy and all that sort of thing and hip-hop and you know there was plenty of inspiration around and you know yeah so but um yeah and then then techno and sort of the whole techno thing we really realized oh okay there's that right let's do that that's good oh drum machine awesome and yeah and then so that's when we started up um non bossy posse and um yeah that was it was sort of like a punk and techno band at the same time and we would doing um bits and pieces of art music and stuff and so we knew about industrial music and dada and you know collages and yeah so that's what we do and but um the sort of techno thing the long the track that just went forever was a great format and you could just improvise and bomb your samples in and keep putting your voice samples and the track just kept going and going and that was good yeah not songs you didn't have to do songs and so it was always exciting always fresh always improvised always you never knew what was going to happen next it was just as exciting for you as for the audience because it's sort of like you were the audience you were the audience for what what the hell is Pete doing now oh my god I have to do something in response to that and so that was fully exciting and the best music I've ever made <laughs> And and uh, of course, when it's that free, you didn't really focus on releasing any recordings and things, or not, or not. No, many, no, we weren't making. We or we tried to make tracks, but you just bog down when you make tracks, and it was sort of like you go for hours and you go, okay, we got three minutes. It's sort of like, whereas if you're just jamming, you're going for hours, and what have you got? You've got hours. You know, you've done hours, but you've got nothing, and so we weren't. And that was good. We were fine with that. We didn't. We just we recorded every gig we did, and then 
we sort of mined back into those recordings to get good little bits of songs and that's exactly how Pete still does it these days um, and then that came to a, a little cassette we put out called Saboteurs of the Big Daddy Mindfuck and um, yeah that was a great it was I can still listen to it today and it's super exciting because it's all not thought about too much that's what's good about it is um, yeah it's free form and it's free it's not um, trying to think too uh, I normally think too hard about things and so this free improvised techno music gave me a chance not to think and just to ra react and be and be in flow and that's why I liked it and that's why I think some other people like it um, yeah and um, <clears throat> that it sort of changed the angle um, what, what sort of sound systems would you have played on um, I guess you made a transition from more more in a band set up with yeah. where you had guitars and maybe drums yeah. with Mahatma Propagandi. Yeah. And then you suddenly well, we know, electronic. No, yeah. We never had drums. Not drums. Always well, drum, that was beats drum with, machines. Yeah. 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 I've got a thing about drums. <laughs> Not into drums. They're just inefficient. It's too complicated. There's too much. You know, I've helped too many drummers carry their kit around and I just always think, oh, this is ridiculous i mean i get it i totally respect percussion and percussionists there it's amazing but in terms of what you get out and what you have to put in it's it seems a bit askew um anyway that's a side issue and I'm, i apologize to all the drummers out there wonderful people as as you are and it's amazing instrument but not for me thank you <laughs> So you were asking what sound systems? Yeah, were I guess. On, um, did you pay much attention to to how you were, um, you know, amplifying and, and, and playing your sounds? Ah, um, yeah. Well, I'm a sound engineer, and I well, I like the sound to be good if possible, um, which isn't always possible. But um, um, we. You know, we've played on all sorts of systems. We supported Tackhead when they were here, so we played on a really big system for that. Um, and we played raves where there's incredible, you know, way too much bass, and that's awesome to stand right in front of. Um, but yeah, I guess um, I'm sort of getting at towards like, um, you know, I'm looking at sound systems, like custom built sound systems, sure. um, where the sound system becomes becomes like well the artist or or, or becomes yeah like a band. right okay it, well yeah know. sure the sound system's always been totally important um our the first gigs we would were doing was to raise money to buy our own system we always wanted our own sound system so in the the anarchist punk collective we had jellyheads we fundraised and fundraisers took you know when you're running a punk gig you're going to make I don't know, 10 bucks profit or something at the end of the night. So you need a lot of them gigs to get a little sound system. And we did. We got one. And then that was the focus of the whole community. Because you would have hired one initially. Or yeah, something, or borrowed. And, yeah, and yeah. it comes and goes. Whereas this one, we owned that system. And so, um, and then that was a focus for, um, and that gave us incredible amount of freedom to have our own system there. So you could be rehearsing and then you could keep rehearsing and then suddenly the sun goes down and the rehearsal turns into the gig and 
you know, and then the gig's over and then it's just a party afterwards and it's still, there's the same sound system. And no one's coming to say, I need it back now. That's or, or, right. Yeah. And so the sound system was the focus for, of Jellyheads, even though it was a little sound system. And that's what we did our first rave parties on. And... Um, but yeah, and then when the Vibe Tribe started, they had a sound system called Quincy. Like the sound system was a character and um, was very loved, you know. It was a loved part of the community, the sound system. And when bits of it broke, everyone was like, oh, this is terrible, you know. <laughs> Take the poor sick... I can remember taking sick speakers into the speaker hospital and, you know, it's like a member of your family and it comes back and, oh, it's going to be okay. And you bolt it back into the box and switch it on again. Yes, good, everything's good. So... I mean, that's a bit light-hearted, but it is true that the the sound, if you don't have a, sa- a sound system, if, like, well, there, if you're a drummer, you don't need a sound system. It's an acoustic instrument. So, but I suppose everything I do is an electronic instrument, which, so your instruments don't speak unless they have a sound system. Mm. So the sound system is integral to the, you know, your sound can be in your headphones, but if you want to connect with anyone else, it has to come out of a speaker. And so, yeah. And those early sound systems, they they were like, um, you know, PA, so you could you could you could buy. They were like commercially available, or did you modify some, or or have, uh, have some, to work hard to source them from? The, yeah, the... I look not to create a mystique. They were just systems but also we fixed them up and we didn't have heaps of money and I knew and friends knew how to solder and fix the amps when the magic smoke comes out and um, so uh, yeah there was a bit of homemade but it wasn't like fancy or home designed or anything I, I, I tried doing designing speakers by maths and uh you know, when I was putting speakers on bikes, I was trying to work out building speakers and the frequency and, you know, doing the maths and stuff. And, um, yeah, so, um, but really, when we were doing the wheelie bin sound system, you just cut a hole in the bin and put a speaker in and so you don't sort of calculate the resonant frequency or anything but you knew get it in a box and it kind of sounds a bit more boomy um so and you know we knew to enclose the back of the speaker and that would make the make it not flap and flop and yeah, so there was a bit of knowledge there. Yeah, well, there's modifications basically yeah, yeah, happening. Yeah, and all of all of these modifications, and you know, then the fixing them, and obviously that's what then connected you to the extent that you, well, it was like a family member as you described mm, it before. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, and um, but it was mainly about modifying existing. So it was either getting a rock sort of PA and then kind of trying to pump up the base of that, or that once we went into battery powered it was always trying to find good car stereos so and and they are incredible car stereos are great it's great technology it's got a lot of work on it there's a lot of people with them and then they're really cheap too and they run on 12 volts straight away and they're designed to be super efficient and um so yeah it's sort of tapping into the low level 
consumer what's cheap and available. That's kind of repurposing then. Yeah, yeah, turning the car into the uh, car system into the um, battery-powered mobile system. Which, which, which of course corresponds with some of your other, other, um, I mean, approaches to to making sounds by hacking um, instruments or or. Yep, do you yep. want to relate that to? Is that something that came later, or is it something that's always done? Well, because in, in taking things apart. And, yeah, because I'm an engineer or a builder or a tinkerer or a hobbyist or whatever. Yeah, I was always making electronic stuff. Not in not in a big deal way. Just a hobby, and it's fun and it's more interesting to make and to know what's going on behind the hood and everything. Um, ever since I was a kid, I, you know, the first thing I'd made was a crystal radio, I think, you know, just circuits and that was just hobby of when you're in high school. Amplifiers and speakers and um, home organs and I made a bass guitar. and um, But it was, yeah, it's always hacking and adapting and DIY and that's sort of the punk aesthetic and that's also the lo-fi techno thing, you know, recycle, adapt, find something, try and make it go a bit further or bend it into a different direction, circuit bending. Um, Yeah, have fun, sort of touch the inside, see what happens when your fingers get into the circuit and um, the same with music, get inside the music, rip it apart, join it back together again, grab something from somewhere else, you know, like sampling, you know, that idea. So all cut and paste. Yeah, it all it's all the same, all the same aesthetic, just applied to different ends of the of the music spectrum. Um, to, to go back to the, to the to music, um, you know, you're doing a non bossy posse with yeah. Pete. Did did something else happen, um, or how did you evolve later on down the track? Obviously, being involved in making making music of so you mm. conform recently with yeah, um, organarchy yeah. um, and yeah. you're using like modular synths which you probably weren't using initially with non-bossy posse or maybe you were i don't know uh not exactly no so, but we had um we'd sometimes have a synth out there and stuff i i did vjing as well and so um be, before computers much you know so we'd have uh, multiple VHS decks and cameras and doing feedback and big crazy patches that would take ages to build up and stuff. Um, so there's always been all sorts of different things going on. Um, and I guess after a while we I sort of got a bit bored with the um, techno music and, uh, you know, you solve a problem enough times, you go, oh, yeah, I know how to solve this problem. I want other challenges and stuff and so I think I sort of went back into more art music and um, circuit bending and sort of things that weren't beat driven a bit more abstract a bit more listening maybe soundscapey but then you know really like when you come back to it and you hear that beat and the 4-4 and the grinding filthy sounds it's sort of like yeah you know I'm back there like you never really lose your roots and um, you know I grew up on ACDC and stuff like that and um, but then it was mixed with craft work at the same time so as a Aussie kid you know what's interesting I want interesting and so uh, but I want feeling so there'd be the oi oi and but also the you know radioactivity kind of thing 
and so that's me and so I'm back with the radioactivity I guess now and um, yeah modular synths that's just a good thing because it's small it's always good to be small if you can compact and you want to just be able to if you can hold it in your hand and take it to a gig rather than big so there's the sort of not not the drum kit but the drum machine um, and the cheap drum machine please um, so but yeah yeah and um, did you did you um, ever consider your you know your activity as part of sound system culture per se oh yeah sure yeah yeah definitely um, always not about the performer not about us doing our thing it was like the party was the main thing and the people and the group and the coming together and the event so it was always about the event you know maybe it's a protest maybe it's a party but it's a bunch of people coming together it's not a stage you're not being looked at you're not sort of an artist bringing some thought your thoughts to the world you just bring in this vibe you want the people to be happy you want the people to be together moving together and just being free together so to me that's sound system culture because it was there was a sound system but so it wasn't like worshipping the sound but it was more like the vibrating air molecules that are enveloping everybody keeping the whole thing vibrating and heading upwards and so that's I don't know if that's sound system culture but um, yeah it's it's sound it's like soundness good strong you know with a reason with an intention with a feeling it's system it's like everything working together it's not singular it's not isolated it's not individual but it's autonomously free together so that's the system and it's culture it's like doing it with um and a sort of thoughtfully constructed or you know a made a built you know culture a growing uh, you know it's 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 growing it's a culture that's growing it's living it's a thing that's alive so that's sound system culture for me. And um, of course, uh, a lot of your work was was connected to, to protests, uh, which we just briefly touched on at the beginning when you mentioned yeah. the inventing the wheelie bin, um, needing needing something you could move around uh, yeah. more easily. Yeah. Uh, what what role did protest um, ha- has it played? If if, if it's a way of of, of of um, you know, in, in connection to the mu- music, how has it driven? Uh, how has music driven your protest actions and vice versa? I guess. Well, I, I I always liked the idea of trying to make the world a better place and doing it by doing something, um, and um, you know, there's plenty of things to protest about, <laughs> and. Um, and it's kind of fun as well because at least you're doing you're not sitting there going oh the world's pretty bad it's like okay well let's do something about it and at least and that can make you happy even if nothing changes at least you're trying and you're doing it together with some other folks and you're in it together and um so 
Yeah, um, and then music is a good thing to mix into that mix, you know. It kind of it leavens it, it kind of it it's it aerates the bread a bit, you know. Um, yeah. I think I lost track of your question. No, no, I there. think you 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 totally understood. Um, I was just, you know, wondering how you connect, because for you, music and protest actions are often it's very interconnected. Yeah, totally. But of course, protest is there's many facets to it. You know, it sure. just means about a sure. particular cause or something. It can be yeah. about a way of seeing life or or yeah, you can enter a philosophical realm. I guess. Um, yeah. Well, I get. I look. I always like. I always involved in the left end of culture and um and it comes to being a protest and i know how to get some music going and so to me it's i'm just trying to contribute and that's the thing i can contribute and it's i've saw many times where people were happy with that and made them happy and it was a good thing and um it was something you can add you can add your little thing and it seemed to have a pretty big effect. Um, you know, I can remember this one time where we were, we were, there was a big march and it was it was outside the stock exchange and in the centre of the city. And um, just, you know, everyone's there and it's sort of like, it's hard work being at a protest. It's pretty boring and it's, it's you know, you're outside and it's hot or whatever and it's cold maybe or it's raining or... So, you know it's hard work and there's the cops are there and you know it's not it's not necessarily a fun time but yeah so and then the just dropped a track and it was Chumbawamba's um I get down and I stand up again that track and it was just everyone just it was just a woo all hands in the air kind of moment and I suppose you can talk to any DJ and they say oh that was the funnest time when I made the crowd happy and it feels like it's something you've done but it's not something you've done it's everyone wants to be happy it's just this latent energy that's sitting there and then one little thing can trigger it and it's just amazing to see it happening you just go that's it people just want a good vibe and want to be encouraged to keep doing that what's pretty hard work of protest you know and to be told and affirmed that they're doing the right thing at the right time and that even if we fall down we will get up again and we will win so that was just a lovely moment and um amongst many um but uh, i just go yeah that that's the that's an example and that's a proof and that's a something to remember and, and then of course with protests um you know there's also a lot of parties especially in sydney that have happened um, they weren't necessarily about a political cause or something. They were just happening because there weren't enough, well, you know, enough, I guess, legal event or parties happening. Mm-hmm. Um, were you, how do you think that sort of, um, well, that's what still, drove that? That's uh, still a protest. That? I yeah. think that's still a protest. Um, and I'm sure you'd like agree. Like channel parties and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or any yeah. any party, like, you know, um, you, little parties, just sort of, the mere fact of getting together and having a party and it's outside of commercial culture it's not at a gig it's not at a pub it's not a you know it's more just people getting together it's like a block party or it's a house party or whatever that's where the beautiful vibe is you know because people are just doing it 
for themselves and they're just making a good time. And uh, it goes back to people sitting around the fire and singing or, you know, that's that's the good party. And uh, maybe it's not a protest, but it's, it's sort of, um, it's more like a, a community feeling or a good feeling. And I think that's why humans do like music. Many people have written all about that and, you know, that we do like it and we do... It's pretty deep. It's something that touches us and that we need and or crave. As, as, and it's a communal action. You know, it's like dancing together. It's sort of humans are social beings. And um, and then yeah, if you can take have the strong sociality, but with not not out outside of actual. Um, verbal communication and then it becomes more physical and deeper and and in a way in some ways stronger and and it's a it's very nourishing uh, music has always touched me very deeply I, I cry quite easily with music um, uh, I can you know you a, a, a marching band comes over the hill and they're playing bagpipes and I'm crying straight away. You know, that's it's the strength and mystery and beauty of sound that's... Especially people making it together. Um, it's that's it's very um, strong. And... and um, <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> off topic, but... Uh, no, it's beautiful. It's beautiful and I fully agree with you, obviously, that that uh, if you're doing something that is, is kind of outside what what is what is, what is you know commercially driven or something that, that it yeah. is a form of protest yeah outside um, and and together I mean yeah uh, yeah I like to go to the to the fringes and you know um, yeah and, and just to sort of draw all these amazing um, these amazing um, stories you've shared and, and reflections over your, you know, let's say thir- 30 years of, of, of action, mm. uh, well, musical mm. since... since um, 40 years. 40 years, yes. Well, we're talking about the, the 1980s as well, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ha- do you think things have changed or do you no. see things are in cycles, yeah? Or how no, you, no, it's still go- yeah. totally like, yeah, like you've, you've, you notice little parties happening under bridges in the industrial areas and it's just a bunch of young people they've got some sound somehow and they've just got their own little cultural niche and they're going off and they're loving it and it's just tiny and it's got its back turned on the rest of the world and it's just happy and nourishing itself and I just I look at that and I go yep that was me you know that's what we were doing and that's what people are still doing it's because and people always will you know come together and there's all social media and there's the internet and there's influencers and there's Elon Musk and there's all things Donald Trump and things to get worried about and pretty bad stuff going on but people you know still get together and make a good vibe in whatever their DIY way and against the mainstream against the main culture and I'm sure that will be always going on because, you know, the, you can't stop the, you know, you can't stop the freak flag fluttering in the wind. It just always will. Well, thank you, John. And um, yes, uh, 
hope everybody's out there will enjoy. Yeah, keep the freak flag podcast. flying. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> yeah, do your thing. Do it your way. And that's the good way. And share it with your friends. <laughs>